Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. I'm here with my co-host, Jordan. Yes, this is Jordan, and Kevin couldn't be with us. He had some things to take care of. He's on daddy duty today. Um, couldn't get couldn't get out of it, but he'll be with us shortly. We will probably be back tomorrow, more than likely. Um, but we do have a special guest with us, um, friend from church, Barry. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? This is Barry, better known as BJ. Glad you guys invited me on. Glad for the opportunity, man. Hey, man, let's get it, bro. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, since it's that time of year, it's December. It's getting cold outside. This is when people really start paying attention to NBA basketball. So with that being said, the NBA is... um, Kicking it, kicking back off around uh, December twenty second, but before we get into that, we had a couple. We had a headline trade. Um, blockbuster. Block, yeah, that's what they call it. Blockbuster trade. Um, John Wall to Houston for Russell Westbrook. They basically swap. So I really don't think it's going to be a big um, factor for both teams because they're basically the same player. They got to have the ball in their hands. Um, so I don't think it's gonna move the needle either way. I think that Washington probably gonna be right there fighting for that tournament seed, seven through ten, right playing right right around there, playing for two spots. But I don't think they're gonna the, the needle's gonna be moved too much. It's not like they're gonna go win the championship. So we we know where Russ is. Um, he's he's a great player. It's gonna be if if fans are allowed back in, he's gonna. He gonna sell tickets, but I don't think he's gonna move the needle. But how y'all feel about this trade? Um, I like you said, I it doesn't really make either team better. Um, really, it's just gonna be about if John, like the winner and loser of this trade, will be who can stay healthy because Russ did right. get did get hurt at the end of the season, going into the bubble. But John Wall has been out for two years, and we don't really know what he's going to be. So, I mean, as of right now, I see, like, both both players being 100% healthy. I see both of them finishing exactly where they did this year. Like, the Rockets will be uh, looking anywhere between four and six, and the, um, the Wizards will be in that seven to ten uh, spot. I can see them sneaking up to six just because um, the the East is like the top has gotten a little bit better, but I don't see the uh, Pacers being better. So I can see the Heat moving up to um, four. I can't remember who was seven, but I can see the um, who was whoever was seven sneaking up to six. I mean to five, and then the um, the Wizards finding that spot. But I, I don't know, because 
the I did see the Hawks get better. I I can see them making the playoffs. Um, we'll talk about the Bulls. Um, I I can see them making a run because they did finish one and a half games back. But um, as of right now, I I feel the most confidence in the Wizards just because Bradley Beal is still there and they were fighting for a playoff spot without really a point guard. So um, if you had to make me choose one team right now, I would pick the Wizards, followed by the Hawks. But Yeah, piggybacking off of what you just said, bro. Honestly, to me, uh, the Wizards won in this trade. Yeah, they gave up a first-round pick to well actually uh no uh i'm not mistaken they actually gained a first round pick so the wizards got a first round pick no the rockets no, no, no right no the rockets do. okay 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 the rockets got the first round pick. i'm sorry either way to me i feel like the wizards won in this trade only because of the simple fact of this one thing russell Westbrook is now on a team where you can argue he's the best player on that squad and to me from what we have seen when Russ is the best player on his squad, Russ goes harder than anybody else. Russ go hard. Russ Russ is a is not a selfish teammate to an extent. Like of course Russ is going to get his numbers, but that's just because he's going to work harder than everyone else on the court. But Russ is not a selfish teammate. He'll dish it out to them. When you put Russ with a shooter like Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal is someone who showed this season averaging 30 that he could be a superstar in his own right, but he's not a selfish ego type of dude where it's like he got to have his name in the headlines. He got to be number one front and center. He's just a dude that go out there and put, put work. When you put a Russell Westbrook with a Bradley Beal and they have young players on their squad, we seen Russ. When he was in the West, and we can, and we all, I think we all can agree the West is way more deadlier than the East. We seen Russ take that Oklahoma City Thunder team and get them into the playoffs, averaging a triple double that season in the MVP. Now, of course, exactly. it led, now, of course, it led to a first round exit, but that's been Russ's story now for a while. But point is, you put them on the East where you can argue. There isn't a point guard on the East that wants to see Russell Westbrook night in and night out. You could almost argue that Russell Westbrook is probably going to be the best point guard in the East considering Kimball Walker is going to be out now for a little while. Yeah, you got Kyrie coming back, but is we going to get a healthy Kyrie for the whole season and stuff? If Russell Westbrook comes to the East and comes to the Wizards playing like he does and being as aggressive he is and him and Bradley Beal is able to connect, that's going to be the key because not a lot of people want to want to talk about this, but let's just but let's just keep it a buck. Let's just be real for a moment. Russell Westbrook and all his greatness. There's been two knocks. There's been two knocks to me. The first thing everyone always points to is Russ makes turnovers and he makes bonehead plays in crucial time. But to me, the biggest thing is as great as Russell Westbrook is, other great players don't want to play with him. Durant played with him, wanted to leave. He just got there with his bro with his Brody and Harden. And after that, Harden's like, yeah, I want him gone. So as great as Wesley Westbrook is, other great players don't want to play with him. I, I personally feel like when you when Wesley Westbrook is not the best player on his team, 
he's difficult to get a, he's difficult to uh to play with because when he's looking at a player that he feels like is okay you get more touches than me or you better than me or you more athletic or you got a or you got a better game than me you should be going just as hard as i am to be great but because they're greater and they don't have to put in that same effort that same drive that same hunger it kind of takes him off and he goes at him because he's just that aggressive when Russ is the best player on his squad and he gets to motivate and go to everybody else and everybody else is listening because they like oh well it's Russ Russ is better than me he he gets he gets players to play a little bit above you know what they normally do so to me when you look at it Houston is going to always be Houston because as long as James Harden is on their team, he has to dominate the ball. James Harden has to have the ball in his hand. Otherwise, he's not happy. Otherwise, he's not going to be really into playing with the team and everything. Like we've seen in that in the, back in the past in the series where Houston came back on the Clippers. James Harden was on the bench when Dwight Howard and Josh Smith took over and won the game that brought them back into the series. When James is not happy or getting fed the ball, he's a non-factor. So now you bring John Wall, who has to prove something. Not not um, not um, mentioning the fact that Boogie Cousins is on that team too. Boogie's dealing with injuries. Boogie's has something to prove too. You got these, and, they, and those two actually had a connection back in the Kentucky days. You got these two dudes who are nice, talented, and know how to work together, but they all have to sit there and play second and third fiddle to James Harden. To me, the Rockets, the Rockets may still get a sixth, fifth seed, but honestly, I feel like it's just gonna be a one and done for the Rockets. Whereas for the Wizards, you put Russ and Bradley Bill and them young boys against anybody outside of the top three, which to me is Philly, Milwaukee, and Miami. Hey, they could easily shock and come up with a with a with a seven game playoff series win. And then you know, once you win the playoffs and you get momentum. It, it could anything can happen. It's all up in the air at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> See, that was gonna be my next question. If you actually thought they could win. See, I I agree with you. I can see them getting there, but I I don't know. I feel like I think the only team I can see them beating is the Raptors and maybe the Celtics, but I don't know. It depends on which Kimba you get. Um if you get good Kimba then you I don't see them beating them. But if you get bad, Kimberly, you it's close. Um, I I still wouldn't give it to them, but I would I would say it'd be closer going seven. Um, but I don't know the Raptors; they could be had. They they lost some key pieces, so big um, pieces, bro, big but, pieces. Right. I'm other than those two, though. I really don't know. I I don't see them beating Miami. Um, biased and unbiased. I I just don't think they have enough. Um, the Bucks. Ooh, it depends. They, I don't know what type of defenders they have. I would have to see Washington in action. Washington have, have no shot against them. the Bucks. Washington have no shot against the Bucks because they have nobody to go against Giannis. Point blank. Period. Yeah, now yeah. that Giannis got a you point gotta, guard and Drew, no shot. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have somebody who can man up and go like put like it's cool to have a wall, but you still have to have somebody to go man with him so I mean um but that I mean other than those two I really don't see them beating anybody else like that they would match up with like obviously they could beat some of the lower seeds like the Pacers but I wouldn't see them matching up with them so um 
But what, like that being said, who do you see in? Because I have my four teams that I can see making the uh, seven, the seven through ten uh, playoffs. So who do you think would make that uh, that little tournament? Well, you definitely meant well, we what we touched on the Wizards. The Wizards is definitely in that in that in that uh, in that conversation. I think they're actually a lock. Um, you mentioned it earlier, the Hawks. The Hawks are definitely a lock. Um, believe it or not, um, Charlotte has a really good chance because they got a lot of young boys that can run and gun, bro. You know, you got. I mean. I I mean I know they I know they got one of the Ball brothers, but I think people low key um, diminish who Terry Rozier is. He's he's definitely the best shooter. Overall, um, best overall hooper, best ball handler. Um, Most definitely. I think uh, what's what's the first one that came out? Uh, Lonzo. Oh yeah, Lonzo. Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo came first. Yellow, then Melo. I think yeah. Lonzo's a better passer, but I think um, this overall ball him score, I think I'm going to give it to the youngest, Melo. And you said low-key they have what? Low-key, they get low-key. Terry Rozier, a motivated Terry Rozier, is a dangerous man. I've we seen him when he was in Boston when Kyrie when Kyrie went down and he was running with Boston. We seen that man Eric cook. Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe got traded because of that. Well, not, you know, not the next year, but it, it was a trickle down effect. Yeah. So I mean, and then from and then the last four and then the last team, the last team that I think could get in there. I'm I'm sorry, I'm a homer. Shatown represents. Come on. My Bulls, Chicago. I think Zach Levine has gotten better year by year by year. I personally think if there's somebody folks need to watch, not to be an MVP or anything like that, but to be a most improved player, he could have been in the argument last year, but but Pascal Siakam just just was crazy last year. Um, Zach Levine is Zach Levine is somebody who could definitely. He he's definitely the leader of the team ever since he got paid and ever since the other coach was questioning the motives and the drive and stuff. Zach has gotten better and better every year. His three ball has gotten better. His aggressiveness has gotten has gotten better. And Kobe White shown he could play in this league. If the rookie that we drafted can do anything, if he can if he if he can help if he can if he can add just maybe 15 to 16 points. And we can get a decent season out of Lori Marketing because, first of all, I really want to trade him, but that's for a whole other topic. But if we can get a decent season out of Lori Marketing, and we still we still got Otto Porter, we picked up another shooter in Garrett Temple and stuff. You know, it's not much of nothing, but you know, this league is a three point league now. You put that young crew, if them young crew, if them young boys is out here knocking down those threes, you cannot sleep. I don't. I, I want people to sleep on us so we can sneak up on them, but. To me, to get into that to, to get into that fourteen playoff, you know, one game uh, scenario, I definitely see my Chicago Bulls can be there. And as long as and if we end up having to see any of the other teams, I feel like in a one game in a one game uh, playoff game, we can knock them off. We can knock off Russ and the Wizards. We can knock off Charlotte. We can knock off the Hawks because actually we got the Hawks number. We've actually beaten the Hawks every time we've seen them. For like the last two years now, so we got the Hawks number, but I, 
you know, th- those are my four teams: Hawks, Charlotte, Wiz, and the Bulls. Um. Well, I don't want to really um, repeat any of those <laughs> points because they were all great points. But we actually have the exact same four teams. Like <laughs> we were. Like I was thinking about this yesterday. Like I can't even can put any other teams in the playoffs. Like the Knicks didn't get any better. The Cavs didn't get any better. The um, who else is left? The, Detroit. Um, Detroit. Detroit. If I had to pick, if I had to pick, hey, they got D Rose. They got D Rose. Blake may come back healthy. They had D Rose last year. But Blake, but Blake, but Blake wasn't healthy. I don't think. So I'm, I'm, I mean, right? I feel like the book is out on Blake. That's been Blake's whole career. Blake, you know, coming out of Oklahoma, um, he he think he missed his uh, rookie year because he tore his ACL. Yeah, he did. He did in the pros. That's how I feel about it. Um, I like it would be a nice story. I I would like to see it, I guess, but I I just don't I don't see it not at this moment. I I would it like if you come back. When we do our halftime um, show, yeah, talk about the Pistons, then maybe, but I don't know, not right now. <laughs> but like other than those, like who else is left? Um, the I said the Pistons, the Cavs, the um, the the uh, I mean, Orlando. Orlando well, I Orlando. think Orlando may drop. I think Orlando may drop this year, honestly, because it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same squad. No, there's been no ma- major changes, and honestly, to me, Aaron Gordon should have progressed. He's the same. Du- Aaron Gordon to me is looking like Blake, except healthy. If we want, if we want to keep it real, to me, him and Blake Griffin is the same dude, except Aaron Gordon's been more healthy than Blake. Yeah, yeah. I know one team we forgot. Memphis, like they're in the West, though. Uh, are they? Yeah. Yeah, they in the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. They're gonna be, they're gonna be um, a factor because they knocked them out in the playoffs. Remember? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Let me get it correct. C.J. McCollum and um, Carmelo Anthony knocked them out of the playoffs. Hey, hey, hey! hey Dame the leader of that team, so that's Dame's team. Hey man, Dame. All I know is. Melo hit the big shot, and CJ McCollum was babying John Morant in the fourth quarter. I didn't see Dame anywhere. Hey man, you gotta let you gotta you gotta get, build your other teammates' confidence. So you gotta hey let man, them go ahead, rock. I give it to Dame. He he used up all of his energy. Good boy. He used up all of his energy, scoring fifty-one and sixty. I'm saying, like, when it came to the game seven or not game, the push game, he wasn't there. That's fine. He still hey, had man. that little spurt in the fourth quarter, hey, but then after man. that he disappeared. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I I, he, I, I, I won't I won't disagree with that at all. He can choose his battles. He's true. He's not there yet, where he can just consistently dominate a game. He has to he has to save up. Yeah, yeah, he do. Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show.
welcome back. Like I said before the, um, the break, I'm going to talk about the um, opening day and Christmas schedule. Well, first game up, we got Golden State at Brooklyn. And for the nightcap, we got the Lakers and the Clippers. I think that's going to be the night we get our ring. Yes, sir. Um, anyway, I think that first game is going to be interesting because you know the media is going to hype it up. It's going to be Katie's first game against Golden State. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm just interested to see what uh, what KD looks like. Like, I don't think um, his game was preferentiated on him cutting and driving too much, so he's still going to be able to rise up. So I don't think it'll be too much of a change, mainly because he didn't play in the bubble, so he had almost all that extra time off. So, like, if we see even a glimpse of the old KD, um, the East is going to be in trouble. So... Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that first game. And, of course, I'm going to watch the night game. I'm a Lakers fan. Of course. Of course. So, yeah, how y'all feel about um, these first two games? Um, well, I'm not – I said that I was going to um, – I'm not watching basketball unless um, the, Rock, the Nets and the Heat meet in the playoffs. But y'all know the meme when Russell Westbrook is eating on the sideline. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna feel when I'm watching KD this year. KD is one of my favorite players. And he's been out this whole time, so <laughs> I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, so I'll probably watch that game, um, but I'm probably not gonna watch much more. So I don't really care about the NBA. I know what's gonna happen if the Lakers are gonna win the West. The East is going to be interesting, but if we don't play the, um, if we don't play the, um, <clears throat> if we don't play the Nets, and if the Nets don't make it to the finals, I really don't, I don't care because I know <laughs> that the, the Lakers are going to win in the end. Just wrap it up. I, we know what's going to happen the, at the end. You're killing the suspense. Not, not suspenseful at all. Not even a little bit. Like, it's cool. Like, I, there are storylines in there, but I don't really care about the NBA enough. So I don't care. <laughs> like I've never really liked NBA basketball like that. I was just a Dwayne Wade fan. So he's he's left the league, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> like I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> the NBA is cool, but Clay Thompson is not there. Kevin Durant is coming back, and I, I'm not sure how Kyrie is going to do with them, so I feel like he's going to drag that team down. So it's kind of killing the fun. That's how I feel about it. So, uh, yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm an NBA junkie. I love it. That's been my favorite game since day one, since I, since that was the first ball I ever picked up and everything. So, for me, it's always about the storylines. Like, of course, it's, it's already a given. The Lakers... It's gonna repeat and stuff because you know the way they loaded back up and kept everybody and and everything, man. It's just it's very is it is it's hard to see anybody competing against them right now. So it's already Other given. Than Father Tom, really tell him, man. Keep, keep on, man. Tell hey, him. hey, hey, I mean, hey, man, hey, man. 
Father, father, father time is undefeated, but I'm trying to, but you know, LeBron and, and them Lakers, man, all them, all that money they got, man, that technology, bro, they gonna at least try to shoot father, uh, father time in the knee so that way he can hold up a little bit longer. Okay, but, but, but with that being said, with that being said, as far as the games, um, man, look, I, I think y'all looking at it the wrong way. You, you made a, you, uh, Jordan, you made a good point about storylines. Think of this storyline that we're going to get for Christmas Day when it comes to the Nets versus the Warriors. Yeah, Clay is gone, so we expected it to be the Warrior Warriors. But we finally get to see Mr. Trash Talker Draymond uh, Green against Mr. Burner Account Kevin Durant. You know Draymond's going to guard KD. You know they had issues. And yeah, they say they squashed it and they apologized. But you know once they get in the court... Draymond is gonna Draymond's gonna come holler at him like, oh yeah, you can't run today. You ran for my squad, but you can't run today, bro. So I'm I, I want I just want to see them two go at it. I already know it's gonna be some text involved, it's gonna be some trash talking, it's gonna be some threes in the face, because that's what we're gonna see if KD is really KD again. If Draymond's sitting there giving him difficulty, then KD ain't ain't back hundred uh, percent. But if KD giving him the business. Then we know that KD's back. The one that been talking all summer, we know is back. Now, as far as the late game with the Lakers and Clippers, uh, Lakers, yeah. Lake, it's, it, the Lakers, if the Lakers, if the Lakers keep this same confidence that they had during the bubble, Clippers ain't even got a shot with them. Especially it, the storylines there. Trez is now on the Lakers. He's no longer with them. You know the. The Clippers chemistry. The Clippers gonna actually have chemistry this year because if you listen to Paul George and the comments he made from the little snippet from the all the uh, from all the smoke, there was no chemistry between them and everything. Even though I didn't know chemistry had something to do with you shooting a three pointer and hit the side of the backboard, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but I mean, we'll get we'll. Trust me, we gonna get into the Clippers, but man, you know, look, man. When I heard them comments, bro, as long but, as Paul George yeah. is on the team, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking that. They're not, they're going nowhere with Paul George. And that's just a fact. That, that's, that's a topic for a whole nother discussion. Cause I mean, that, that whole, bro, cause that, cause I can, yeah. But anyway, but yeah. So we know what it is, but. This is the other thing. We didn't um I don't know who they're playing, but the Mavs are playing on Christmas. And if I had to pick one team, oh, they, oh so they are oh, so they're the ones playing the Lakers. I, well he said Clippers. That's no, why they, that's the reason why no, the, the Clippers and the um the Clippers and the Lakers play on opening night. Those, okay, they play on opening night. Oh. Well Lakers yeah, gotcha. the Mavs Lake, and the Suns play the day after the day after Okay. Gotcha. Lakers is gonna smoke the Clippers opening day with the rains and, and it's gonna be a part and it's gonna be a party for the for the Lakers and stuff. You know, they gonna you know they're gonna be of course they're gonna have another uh Kobe tribute and stuff, especially if they especially if they're actually playing at the Staples Arena and they're able to, you know they're gonna have a, a special moment for uh for Kobe and everything, you know, so all the Lakers fans can have a moment to shine and, and get their appreciation stuff. But that Christmas night game, Mavs versus Lakers, that's a preview for the Western Conference Finals. I'm calling it right now. The Mavs have the best chance of any other team in the West to go up against to go up against the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Now I'm not sitting there saying that they could beat the Lakers because the Lakers just have too many weapons. But Porzingis, yeah. AD. 
Luca, LeBron. I, I want to see it. Well, one, I don't know if they can get there because they lost a lot. They lost Wes Matthews. They lost um, Seth Curry. I can't remember that. I think they lost the big men as well. But um, they do get Willie Collie Stein coming back. But um, I don't know. I just don't feel like. Like you said, I don't know if they have enough. Cause I don't know if Luca Luca's defense isn't as good as I would like it to be. I I'm a fan of Luca. I actually have him as my third favorite player behind Clay and KD. So I would I'm actually I would love to see Luca make it to the Western Conference Finals. But I just don't know because they they did lose a lot in trying to get Giannis. They're trying to sure up their books. So I don't know if this year is the year. I would like to see it, but I just, I don't know. Um, so, they, like I said, they lost a lot. They did, but remember, if we not, if, if, they, if let's, let, let's keep it real. We, we can play the if game and yeah, it's a lot of ifs in this, but it's, but you can, you can look at it and say that, you know, it could have happened and that they was moving and they was yelling. If it wasn't for, uh, Ticky tack technical by a ref that made a dumb call on Porzingis. Mavs, Mavs was giving the Clippers the business. If it wasn't for the fact that Porzingis got hurt, even then the Mavs was still giving the Clippers the, the business because Lucas was sitting there going ballistic against them. I mean, like, I, I, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I said it during the series that the Clippers should have lost. But my point is, they're that the strength in that series was their bench like they were literally it, it was like back in the Warriors days when if you had to leave when the starters left the court it was getting bigger and if they didn't have the lead they were gonna catch it but they're loose they lost so much of their depth this year I don't I don't see that them replicate replicating that same magic the but Seth Curry loss I just, I just don't. Yeah, know. the Seth Curry loss was big, but Wesley Matthews, you can find you a three and D dude. The the Seth, the Seth hurts. That's not that's that's that was the big thing to me. They lost someone who could who could come off the bench or or whatever and step in and make those clutch shots. But now this is where you say, hey, Tim Hardaway Jr. Time to time, time to step up, bro. Time to step up. So I mean, I it's. I, I just I have belief in in Mark Cuban, always I believe I got belief in Mark Cuban, and then Luca and Porzingis, man, I I don't see nothing but them two getting better and better, man. Like I don't, I I, I to me, outside of outside of LeBron and AD, who's a better duo? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Are you talking about? Nah, 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 I, nah. I hear you. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. In the, let, let's, let's, let's say hypothetically, everybody was healthy. Luca and Porzingis is a better duo than Steph and Clay. I know that sounds blasphemous, but it is. But they are. Yeah, one dude's gonna that. average a triple double. The other one's gonna average a double double and get you blocks. I'm not giving you that one, but. Um, hey. But, it's, it's, Luka, I get your point. Luca is a defensive line. Yeah, I mean, so is Steph. I mean, and so is Steph. So, so exactly. No, 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 sir. 
Porzingis will meet you at the rim, bro. Porzingis, Porzingis, Porzingis had to move, had to slide down to the four because they was putting Boban in. When Porzingis plays that five, he's meeting you at the rim. I mean, I, I, he's he's more like a stretch five. You need him at the four because he's small. I, I don't think he has enough bricks in his pocket. Um, but I I don't know. I would. I wouldn't put him but I wouldn't put him above um what's it called? KD and Kyrie, even though I don't really like Kyrie like that. I we can't we can't we can't but we can't but you can't put them up because we haven't seen them at all. We haven't seen them get together at all. You're not so all we but what are we okay. So you said other than LeBron and A D? Yeah, other than LeBron and A D. Alright, so what about well yeah you said I mean, I was gonna say Devin Booker and Chris Paul might be interesting, but they'll be interesting. But they, they, they don't, they don't have Devin Booker would be the firepower behind behind that duo, and and Chris Paul would be the one making sure that he get the ball in the right spot. That's fine. That's that's exactly what you wanted. Yeah, but yeah, but I okay. Let's put it like this: you can. You can see LeBron and AD going off for both of them. Both of them combining for like sixty-five in a game. You can honestly say that they they can combine for sixty-five. Devin Booker and Chris Paul, you would say fifty. I can see Luca and Porzingis easily getting sixty themselves, bro. Because Luca, 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 and I and and I really want people to actually look at Luca's game. Luca is just a slow. And un and unathletic LeBron. Even though that's crazy, but think about it. Luca Luca has the step. Luca has the step back. Luca has the pull up three. Luca has the handles to get to the lane. But Luca has the height and the vision also to skip past that mug to whoever he wants to. And he will yam on you if you think he don't have the step. I'm not saying he I'm not saying he's LeBron at all because LeBron is a freak of nature. But but Luca can easily Luca can easily average thirty eight and eight like LeBron does in his sleep, in his sleep. And Przingis, all you need Przingis to do is come with, come with, is come with, uh, is come with twenty to twenty two with about ten rebounds and give me a couple blocks. And Przingis can easily do that. He's healthy now too. That's what folks keep sleeping on. Przingis was coming off of an injury this season. And he was and he was getting healthier and healthier as the season progressed. And as the season progressed, and we seen in the bubble in the playoffs, he was getting better and playing more aggressive. You get a healthy Porzingis with all his bounce and his growth, still got the shot, get more swag. Luca already coming in with the swag and stuff. I, I I just feel like if there's anybody that can compete with AD and LeBron as far as the most powerful duo in the NBA. Luca and Porzingis is going to give folks the business, and they're going to be sitting there looking at them like they're going to be looking at them as the new Larry Bird, Kevin McHale. That's just, but but that's but that's just my view on it. They're gonna have to get. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to find their um, their what's the dude that won the. Cornbread Maxwell, they're gonna have to find that. <laughs> <laughs> they gave that away. 
Oh man, you're gonna have to find somebody that can help them because I I don't think just them two by themselves are gonna be enough to do it. But I mean, they are putting the books for Giannis, so that that's not an impossibility. Hey man, that's a- I'm not gonna lie. I would rather see Giannis go to the Mavericks than to the Heat. Like, man, oh no, no sir, no sir, no sir, no sir. Like, stay, stay on the East. I'm tired of everybody like. It's a done deal. Like, it's I a done like deal. If Giannis comes to the Heat, everybody's gonna give all the credit to Giannis. And no, we're we're good no. we're building it from the ground up. Like, yes, it'd be cool to have a nice superstar because I would like Kawhi to come here. But I feel like it's I don't know. I just feel like it it doesn't it wouldn't get the same credit like that it would get if we did it how we did it this year. But I mean that's right. just me. But I, I I would like to see, I feel like Giannis would fit in that situation that they have in uh Dallas. And I feel like that would be a decent market for him. Like it's not too big, but it's not a small market. So like it would it would be enough for him to grow his brand, especially with Luca and Porzingis by his side. Brandon, go ahead, bro. Yeah. I don't think, I think that the thing is, Giannis want to go to a bigger market. He want to, um, he probably, in my opinion, he probably going to be, um, going to do what everybody else is going to go one in LA. I don't think he, I don't think it's going to be. Neither one of them has a, neither one of them has a cap space. Man, they can figure it out. They're going to figure it out. The the Clippers would. They figured out for for KD and them to play together. They want to play together. They, but that's because Steph wasn't on the Supermax, though. Yeah, but you also got to factor in this, bro. Some teams are willing to pay the luxury tax. And them LA teams, them them owners, yeah. oh, they, they'll pay the luxury tax. See, but for how how long, though? Because like, that's, that's a three-year luxury tax commitment. So, with the Lakers, the Lakers are the Lakers. Their brand is going to always be able to acquire enough money to where they could pay luxury taxes every year um the clippers their their millionaire owner he got bread so he could spend that he could spend that cash and then you gotta also remember pg and Kawhi actually can come off the books nick after the season so this is so this so so this is a make or break year for them because if they don't feel like they want to stay with the clippers or feel like playing with each other both one of them or both of them can bounce so the clippers can still go get Giannis. Um, but no, Mike Miami is the answer. Mike, if you look at Giannis and his type and the type of player he is, if you look market. at Giannis, the mark, the market, and he's a gritty player. He he believes in working hard, and he wants him and he wants to do that's gonna push him and work him hard. Who who work who? Jimmy Butler is gonna work. Is gonna see Giannis in the gym and be like, "Oh, you think you finna outwork me? No, we finna we finna compete on who gonna work the hardest." And let's be real: as long as Pat Riley is in the league, if you a hard working player, he gonna get you. He gonna pull you in. He did it. He did it once when he got LeBron and Chris Bosh and them to go ahead and and slide to the beach. I'm telling you right now, because of his connections with Bam on the Bayou, and we seen Bam get better. Giannis is going to Miami next year, and we're gonna get Miami and LA not this season, but 
next season when Giannis joins them, in my opinion, I just hope LeBron is all the way healthy because I don't want to hear that nigga. I'm, I mean, excuse me. I don't want to hear that dude. I'm super old. I'm super old. And you call me on my way out the door. Now, bro, you said you want your respect. Claim your respect and beat the brakes off of everybody to keep your respect. Then. And not ride AD. But Giannis said he's not even the best player. At what point is he gonna be the best player? I'm just saying, LeBron ain't gonna even have to do nothing. At that point, it's gonna be AD team, right? You, I mean, it's basically but, AD team now. Oh, you got but come up, okay. So, so Giannis is playing the Michael Jordan psyche game. I gotta give you, I gotta give LeBron the best player because he's won a chip. I haven't won nothing. Yeah, I got two MVPs to my name, but without a ring, that means nothing. So I mean, but Bron said he was the best player in the game before he got a ring. <laughs> It was though. <laughs> and and, Co- and Co- nah, cause Kobe and Carmelo, cause Kobe and Carmelo used to bust his behind every. Kobe and Carmelo used to bust his behind every time. But because they weren't putting up his numbers, and because they ain't had the squad that LeBron had, it was easy to sit there and crown him as the king. I mean, but everybody said that LeBron didn't have no help. He did. So, but okay. He didn't have the same squad. Can can we can can we go there? Can we go there, y'all? LeBron can LeBron can only claim one year he had no help, and that was the year he first went to the finals when he had Booby Gibson in them. Yeah, he didn't have no help. That's, that's, that's what we talking about. Okay, so yeah, and when he got there, he got swept. Right. But 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 after that, they went and got him Mo Williams. Mo Williams was an All Star with Utah when he came when they, when he came over. Mo Williams had to change his game up. Yes, Shaq was older, but Shaq was still Shaq, and folks still knew that, yo, I can't guard Shaq. It's just that Shaq just never could get his, he couldn't, he couldn't get his cardio together. If he got his cardio together, and then plus he was trying to be cops and doctors and all, anyway. Yeah, Shaq didn't care about the league anymore. It was more. Yeah, it was all about, it was all about his brand. It was all about being a brand, and then he said, yo, I'm going to ride this, I'm going to go to the East where it's it's weaker. I'm going to ride this, I'm going to ride with this young boy. We're gonna do all this work, and I'm gonna just sit here and catch these rebounds and dunk on dudes' heads. And if anybody come in the paint, I'm gonna go ahead and knock them over. That's about it. But I mean, like the mother years when LeBron was number one seed and getting MVP, he was getting knocked out in the, in, in the second round. And he was getting knocked out either by Boston, who had to, who had who started the big three, with it, which came together so that way they could knock off. And then he was also, lo- and, but he also lost to Dwight Howard and Orlando Magic with Rashard well, Lewis. Was to Detroit, too, though. I mean, hey, but Detroit, but no nah, what? That Detroit squad? No, that Detroit squad was the most solid starting five in their time right, with they had, they Chauncey. Had a designated superstar. They all played together. Chauncey, Chauncey Rip. I'm glad you brought up the fact that he got by the White House. That that was worth Yeah, uh, nobody talks about the fact that it's LeBron's fault that him and Kobe never played in the finals. Kobe did his part. Hey you. Yeah, you. Are you enjoying the conversation so far? Well, you can join the conversation on social media by following us at Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast on Twitter. Thanks for listening and make sure you subscribe on whatever device you're listening to. And now back to your show.
Welcome back. Before we get out of here, we got to talk about how basically Paul George wanted to defer um, responsibility. Basically, he tried to say it was Doc Rivers' fault that he was trash. Um, he said he um, he was he was trying to get used the way they used Ray Allen and JJ Reddick, just a spot up shooter, the way Carmelo was used in Oklahoma City. Man. I don't hear, I ain't hearing that, bro. Because at the end of the day, that it was a stat on ESPN about how he got um, he, he his touches were basically uh, a high number of pick and roll. So that ain't got nothing to do with it. Bro. You just you came up short. Just say that, bro. Don't don't try don't try to uh, scapegoat the man after he's already been fired. Bro. No, at the end of the day, this is the same. This is the same dude you was trying to um, say was one of the greatest coaches at the time. But it is what it is. I think I still feel like the um, the Clippers gonna come up short anyway. Yeah, but I feel like this is a segment Jordan has a lot of uh, feelings about. He was a Clippers fan last year, so I'm gonna let him air out his grievances with his team. I wasn't a Clippers fan. I just made the pick. I I told people at the beginning of the season the Clippers would only go as far as Paul George would allow them to go. Um, I say you're not a Clippers fan. I wasn't a Clippers fan. You were I, I, wanted, Bailey, like, I wanted the Clippers <laughs> to win, but I have broken like I mean, I, I have most definitely been a Heat fan the whole season. I definitely said that we are going to the finals. That's and true. if we got to the finals, we would beat the Clippers. I definitely said that day one. The Clippers so, on your Western Conference team, though. I'll I'll give you that, but they weren't my team. But <laughs> I wasn't a fan. I was an analyst who picked them and wanted them to make me right. <laughs> but my point as is, we all do, <laughs> right? Exactly. I I don't want to be wrong. I hate saying I'm wrong, but I <laughs> which I did last year because of Paul George. But my point is. All of this is being what I what I said last year has become true. I said it at the beginning of the season that Paul George is going to probably end up uh, making them fall short. I said at the middle of the season, yeah, they look good, but I mean, I don't know how long Paul George is going to last. I said going into the bubble, you can kind of tell that Kyrie, I mean, Kawhi is second-guessing Paul George being there. And then right after that, that was when they started that, that rumor that um, Kawhi basically hit up a full starting lineup of people before he got to Paul George. He talked to uh, KD, he talked to Jimmy Butler, he talked to Kyrie. I can't remember who else he talked to, but he was it was some other free agents. And then all of a sudden it was Paul George. That's what we were about to get. And everybody tried to make it seem like, oh no, it, nobody knew that Paul George was going to be available. He was, he was under cotton. No, no. Everybody knows NBA contracts are flimsy. You can get out of a contract if you want to. We've seen Russ get traded back-to-back years because he said, I want out. We saw John Wall say two years in a row, I want to be there. And all of a sudden, he says, I want out, and he's out. So I don't want to hear that. He knew good and well he didn't want uh, Paul George. And for right reasons, he has no dog in him. Everything... We, 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 myself included, were saying last year about Anthony Davis, we should have been saying about Paul George. Like, what is he proving in the playoffs that that should make us say, oh, he's going to show up. He's going to 
take over a game or two or a quarter or two or something. Like, this man's averaged 15 points in the playoffs. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not going to get it done. And don't blame your coach because your coach was the one that helped you get up 3-1. And your coach was the same one that was helping you when you were sitting in your um, your hotel room depressed. And I'm not here to make jokes about depression because depression is very real. But he was the one that was there for you and while people on Twitter were making jokes. So, I mean, you got to have like a little bit of respect for that you can't just throw him under the bus because he again was there for you so i mean i i just don't know i have i like i said last year paul george is going to be the reason why the clippers don't make it um i don't see them making it to the western conference finals because they also don't have a point guard which they didn't address in the offseason they tried to lowball Rondo thinking that he was just going to go there because they were a championship caliber team, but I mean, I I don't know. Um, they they let the um, Lakers steal Schroeder. They let um, they didn't. I mean, they resigned Reggie Jackson, but he's not a true point guard. He's more of a scoring guard. Um, they didn't make a trade for Derrick Rose. Um, I mean, I I just don't know, man. Like I said, it's it's gonna be Paul George's fault. But I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I, I I'm hoping at this point that it's the same exact thing. Paul George goes out there, messes it up for everybody else. Kawhi gets sick of him and he leaves and comes to Miami. That that would be perfect scenario for me because I'm selfish. I want Kawhi to be there, <laughs> and I feel like he's a good player. And he would fit our system. I, I, I feel like offensively he would fit better than Giannis would, because he can score a little bit more easier than Giannis can in the half court, especially if he's not getting doubled and triple teamed because you know that somebody's gonna throw it off the backboard, and you actually have to guard uh, Tyler Hero instead of Lou Will also giving you seven points and Patrick Beverly not giving you anything and Montrez Harrell not giving you anything. So I mean. I feel like we would be a better fit and it would be exactly it would be kind of like what Kawhi was looking for from the Clippers but it would actually show up in the playoffs and um, I feel like uh, Pat Riley would reel him in on some of his demands which we'll also get into because I mean while I, I, I feel like some of those demands were outlandish I really feel like, again, it was Paul George's fault. Like, <laughs> because if it was just Kawhi with those demands, then nobody would have a problem because Kawhi actually showed up when it was when the rubber needed the rope, needed to meet the road. And Paul George was out there giving you 15 points and hitting the side of the back. But he still needed all this extra stuff on the side. So, I mean, again, like, basically to wrap it up one more time, it's going to be Paul George's fault. Oh, that is that. That's a first of all. That's a lot to digest because <laughs> it's a because it's a because it's a lot to get into. Um, I could definitely tell you a Skip Bayless fan the way you the way you just the way you just just yeah. You defend your man Kawhi. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hey man, I I I I, 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 I show love. I show love. 
I'll show love to Skip, man. Happy happy belated birthday to you, man. Still want you to stop talking stupid because you be talking, you be talking reckless. But we gonna leave, we gonna leave it there. Okay, to to get into yeah, everything, man. Moment of moments. But anyway, um, okay. So so, how do how do I pick this part? All right. So one, um, the whole usage with Paul George. Paul George, you was the spot up shooter for uh for Oklahoma City with, with with Russ when you was sitting there averaging and going stupid until your arms until your until your shoulders got hurt. So I think. He was complaining about that because some fact of he didn't want the same thing that happened at OKC to happen to him here. So he was more so worried about that and everything. So I don't the useless thing, bro. You're a player. You 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 however the coach want to use you, that's how you get used, man. Uh, plain 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 and simple. We seen case of point. I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. So I grew I grew up watching Mike Scotty and them play. Scotty, when when Mike retired and Scotty was the man, Scotty did a lot more. But guess what? When Mike came back, Scotty adjusted his game to whatever field needed him to do. So you right. can so so I don't want to hear nothing. So so he miss, he can miss me with that because if you're a great player, a superstar as you were, as you were touted out to be, because let's not get it twisted. To to pick at a point where you were sitting and talking about what has Paul George done? Paul George was leading them Indiana teams that was going against that big three and was going dead at LeBron. I remember the crossover past LeBron and the dunk on top of Birdman's head. So Paul George got some dog. Paul George got some dog in him, but instead of the pit bull that we thought we was gonna see, he was acting more like a shit zoo. But we gonna move that along. Um. But we're gonna but we're gonna move that along. The Clippers wasn't gonna the Clippers didn't work out for one reason, one reason only. They didn't have a point guard. Plain and simple. I don't care how they I don't care how you slice it up, how you put it. Oh, they had these two wing. Yeah, them two wing players was nasty. If you put them on the perimeter, they could switch and everything like that. But it what the defense wasn't the issue. The problem was offensively there was never any consistency. You could say, "Oh, training camp and everything." I'm not going to I'm not going to dispute that. They're NBA players. I'm not. So they say training camp and everything like that matters. I believe y'all take you at your word for it. But at the end of the day, there was no point guard to lead that team because at the end of the day, you could say Kawhi's an All Star, a champion. Paul George is an All Star. Lou Will is a great player. Montrez is a great player. Pat Bev is a dog. The Morris twin, the, one of the Morris twins, is a dog. Can you say who was the leader on that squad? I don't care where you go up and down on that lineup. Somebody has to be the voice of that team, and we know it's not going to be the cyborg. So somebody right. has to you be the leader be of that the team. Second best player, but when your second best player, I mean, if your best player is quiet and is a lead by example guy, that's cool. You just need your second best player to be the leader. Like, and that's why you can't have your second best player going out there giving you 15 points. I hear what you, I hear, agree, I agree. But can we, can, come on, let's look, let's look at the full picture. Kawhi was missing shots at the rim, literally at the rim, and no one was by him, and he was still missing shots. That was just a poor collapse by the Clippers. Plain and simple. As a are team, collect. Hey, I, hey, that's that's what. No, 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 don't don't give me don't give me game seven. Don't give me game seven. No, don't give me game. I'm I'm talking about, dude. You okay? If you're Kawhi, you're the cyborg. You're a champion. You're a two-time Finals MVP, and you got a t- and you up on a team three-one. 
you're supposed to put your foot on their neck. Period. You supposed to be the silent killer. You supposed to be the silent. You look. You worked out. You worked out with Kobe. You worked out with. It's kind of hard for you to score at the rim when there are three people right there because literally you're getting triple teamed because everybody knows nobody else on your team is a threat. That is kind of difficult. Like, I get, I understand what people are talking about when they said LeBron only had Della Vadova and um, Timofey Mozgov on the court. So, uh, Clay and Draymond and Iguodala were literally set. Like every time LeBron had the ball, those three were on him, and those are three really good defenders. So I get what you're saying, but it's it's kind of hard for Kawhi to make something happen when half the team is right there in the paint. Well, see that. Well, see, okay, but I but see, I don't I disagree with that though because when you bring up that point of you can see why people was talking about with LeBron. Remember, LeBron was stupid. They wanted LeBron. To, they they wanted LeBron to go. They say, "Yo, LeBron, you can go because we know you're not the aggressive type." So when you do say, so when you do say, "Yo, I'm gonna go to the rack instead of sitting there hitting my shooters," they cool with that because guess what? You get to the rack if you don't if you don't sit in there and get your calls or you don't sit in there and make your layups or yeah, you could put forty on our head, but so other dudes is only getting two and five, and we still shooting you, and you getting twos, and we got the best shooters, and we shooting these threes, and we shooting you at the gym. LeBron averaged 40 that, 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 uh, that finals. That's what. They was cool with that, because at the end of the day, your twos don't amount to our threes. So, that's what they did to LeBron. Now, as far as Kawhi, if they're triple and doubling you, Kawhi, Lou Will is a shooter. Don't tell me he's not. We seen this man in this man in yeah, the gym. Hold on, hold on. So, can we? Okay, but hold on. But this is what I'm saying though. The Clippers as a team just did not show up. Period. Everybody. But I mean, but I mean, every, but I mean, I mean everybody though. I'm talking about Kawhi didn't. Kawhi didn't. Kawhi could have stepped up and he did and he didn't. Paul George. Paul George definitely could have better. He did. Montrez Hart wasn't in it no more. Lou Will wasn't in it no more. Pat Bev was sitting was was sitting there getting fouled, so he was sitting there. He wasn't really in it no more. Oh, that and plus Jamal Murray was giving him the god business. I mean, he was working the mess out of him. But but getting back to the point where 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 PG is trying to blame uh, Doc Rivers, like, dude, if Doc, first of all, that Doc that team that Doc had with the with them. It's not a Doc Rivers team. If people look at Doc Rivers and and the teams that he normally has and the team he tries to build, the two main things uh, that 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 Doc tries to have a point guard who could be his coach on the floor, and he tries to have a big that can post up or fade and play and play some defense. Hence why when he was when he had the big three in Boston, he had Rondo as his point guard. He stayed in Rondo's ear more than anybody else because he needed because he needed Rondo to be the smartest and be, uh, play on the court, and he needed a head coach on the floor to to keep Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and KG on the same on the same page and everything like that to get them to say to say, yo, this is a team thing. I need y'all to hear me while I'm out here on this court. That's why Rondo is the player that he is. And he had KG just be that defensive anchor for that squad. When you get to the bridge when you get to the when you get to Live City and the Clippers, 
He had Chris Paul. Chris Paul was a leader. Chris Paul was vocal. He could be a head coach on the floor to where yo he could he could sit in there and take Doc's game plan and 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 know it and know it step by step, play by play to get them to get them to work together. And he just had explosive dudes in DJ and Blake, and then he had dudes off the bench. When you look at this squad that he had that he had, this was the first time Doc has ever had to play small ball. So he had to get used to having to make a small ball lineup, and then the small ball pieces was not all together at the same time. He never was able to get a consistent lineup together to come up with a really, really good game plan. I'm not trying to make excuses for Doc because at the end of the day, you got two superstars, two supposed superstars on your team, and and two and two six man of the year. You got to make it work, and he didn't. But my but. But I think I just think as a collective, you to me you can't just point pinpoint one person the way Paul George was trying to pinpoint and say Doc was the reason why he didn't I didn't get used the proper way and that's why I was slacking and all stuff. To me, you just make it slight of the simple fact of bro, you didn't show up. Plain and simple. And I think that's what and I think as a Clippers team, that's what they needed. That's what they need to do. They need to say, yo. We didn't show up. We didn't meet expectations. We wasn't together. We was we, we, we really wasn't playing with that effort and stuff. We we really just thought everybody was going to look at us and say, yo, it's just the Lakers and the Clippers, and it was going to roll over for us, not realizing that when you get in the playoffs, I don't care what the name on the back of your jersey or the front of your jersey say. You got to play me hard seven games, dog, and you got to be a better player than me or be a better team than me four out of them seven games. And as long as you ain't reached four, I got a shot. And I just feel like the Clippers felt like they was going, that the Denver Nuggets was going to look at them and be like, oh, well, it's 3-1. They're the Clippers. Everybody wants to see them against LeBron. We're just going to go ahead and lay down and let you guys rest up for LeBron and them. No, bro. They got to, they, they didn't, they didn't stay hungry. They didn't stay committed. And I feel like, and I feel like that cost, that cost them. Now, when it comes to this season, it's gonna be interesting because to me, they got the coach that they say they wanted now with Tyloo. They they gonna have the training camp and everything like that. If Paul George or Kawhi Leonard doesn't step up, I don't want to hear neither one of them claim to be the superstar that they that they say they are. Accolades yeah, I mean, accolades aside, if y- if y'all don't step up because LeBron because as great as LeBron is, LeBron is getting older and LeBron is not playing defense. You cannot. Be younger than him and be as skilled as PG and, and Kawhi is. When LeBron switches on you, you don't cook him. You can't. You can't give me that. PG, you can go with that man head. Kawhi, you've beaten LeBron twice. You've beaten LeBron before. Well, you beaten LeBron once, excuse me, in the finals, in the playoffs. So you know you can beat him. If you have to go at his head, plain and simple. I mean, that's facts, though. Um, I mean, I just, I don't know, man. I still feel like it's going to be Paul George's opportunity to lose, and I feel like he's going to lose. Um, but like I was saying about the demands, the they they had, they were talking about Kawhi. The only the only issue I had of his demands where he had some, some trainers in um, security, that's cool. Like, who doesn't have uh, security? Who, um... <clears throat> everybody has trainers but the only one I had a problem with was him being late to um, late to flight because he lived in San Diego like I don't have a problem with him living in San Diego live where you want but that just means you need to leave on time because 
you're you're messing it up for everybody. And I, I mean, it's cool having that's a ticket. It's cool having um, what's it called? Having the ability to cancel practice and stuff, but don't do it. Like, if you don't want to practice, cool, don't show up. But also, like, don't ruin it for everybody else because y'all need to practice. My only thing is. It worked for Kawhi in Toronto. He proved it, and he showed up in the playoffs. So I don't have a problem with any of that. Like, if you want to do all that, show up, and he did. Paul George, you don't get to do that. You didn't show up. So why do why do you feel like you get all these extra this extra treatment? It's like when in the NFL when you restructure your contract, you need to restructure his contract and take his personal. Well, PG. Yes. Oh, so Kawhi definitely need to be giving up some duckies then. Kawhi definitely need to be giving up some. Man. Okay. Kawhi still a superstar after this year? Yes. Why? 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 Two rings. He showed up in the playoffs. He had one bad half. And I explained to you that it's literally impossible. If if we're giving LeBron the okay, then we're not giving. I mean, we're also giving Kawhi the okay. I'm not saying he gets to do it again, but he gets this one series. I can't. No, I'm sorry. And I can't. He gets this one. Pass, I can't. Excuse me. I can't. I can't because I'm because. Okay, the two. Let's 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 look at it. The two final MVPs. He played with the Spurs and Pop. Hey Amen. Hey he wasn't I, even the I, focus. The hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. I, he wasn't. He, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me just. All I know is. Hey, I know hey, he, hey. Okay, and Iggy. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. And and Iggy got an MVP. Was Iggy the man? Was was Iggy the reason why? Come on, stop, stop, stop. Like, look, look. I'm not. Look, hold on. I'm not saying. I'm not knocking. Cornbread Maxwell has an MVP. Bro, bro, like, like, I'm just, I'm just sitting there saying we people pump up accolades and stuff. Just like, okay, Giannis got is the reigning two time MVP, right? But, but didn't, but, but we just say Giannis acknowledges that LeBron's the best player in the world, right? Okay, so just because you get an MVP trophy does not mean does if you really look at the game doesn't mean you was necessarily the whole reason. Why your squad run? When he when he got that Finals MVP I mean, with San Antonio, you did something. Right? You, you did something. Played a, a, a big part in that. A clock is right. A clock is right. You didn't go out there averaging fifteen points. A clock. A clock is right two times in a day as well. But anyway, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, but everybody's going off. But everybody's going off of what he did at Toronto. I'm not saying it like Kawhi helped put Toronto over the hump. That Toronto could never get past. Well, first of all, the hump was really LeBron because LeBron was the Toronto killer. But they've given Kawhi the credit because he was able to help them get over the hump. But they're not looking at the fact that Kyle Lowry finally had a had a good playoff period. Kyle Lowry usually is trash in the playoffs. He finally had a good playoff. He finally had a good playoff. Fred, Fred, who? Bye. Um, Fred, yo, bro. Bro, if Kyle Lowry makes it to the Hall of Fame and Chris Webber is not, I swear to God, I'm going to stop being an NBA fan. But anyway, 
But anyway, but I I I ain't got lead pass. I got I got five staple. We we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah. but no, but but the Toronto thing, Fred Van Vliet, Serge Ibaka, Pascal Siakam was giving everybody problems. So I'm not I'm not trying to take away from Kawhi, but. It's not the only series you could say Kawhi put the team on his back was Philly. Kawhi put the team on his back in Philly, in the Philly series. So that's why he get all the praise and recognition, and why Max Kellerman was trying to call him the most deadliest player in the league. But ah, anyway, but that's the only series that you can say that's no, no. I mean, Max is cool. It's just that he be talking crazy when it comes to certain players that he really, really like. But anyway, that's, um, that's Kevin. That's Man, look, anyway, but I don't, I don't, but no, I, don't I'm, I, I haven't watched first take. I'm just, I'm just. I mean, I watch it every now and then. But I'm just saying that as much as folks give Kawhi praise, they need to look at the fact that Kawhi be the, the whole the whole reason why you want to know you my total, my honest opinion about why folks don't give Kawhi all that much fault is because he is quiet because he don't make no noise if Kawhi was talking like everybody else oh they would pinpoint it but because Kawhi don't talk you want to take it oh he's just a nice guy he quiet he just come in and do it no no I don't care you getting paid you got the accolade you came out with your shoes you said this was your city and you didn't do what you were supposed to do you're not wrong you're not wrong but I feel like if everybody else showed up and he didn't, then I feel like he would get the smoke. But since he did show up and his teammates didn't. Did he show up or did his teammates just play so bad that we just can't sit in there and look at him? Let's be real. His teammates just played. I mean, he, his... he showed up six out of seven games. He, he definitely was averaging 30 points against Hey, didn't you see? He definitely won the. Um, he, he definitely won the. The Maverick series by himself. Didn't didn't you mention something about my boy Dame Dollar having to conserve his energy and stuff? Cause you said you know CJ and all. Hmm. I guess Kawhi and all that and all that and all that low management didn't didn't manage his low good enough to do what he's supposed to do, huh? Dude, I mean, I, what do you, what did you want from him? What? How much? How much was he supposed? To, how much more was he supposed to score? He was averaging like. Okay. How about this? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. How, how about this? With absolutely no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I don't know what else you want him to do. How about okay? What I want him to do, I want him to do what he was, what he was most known for. You supposed to be the claw, right? So how about you switch on to Jamal Murray and then lock up Jamal Murray? No, you sitting there got killed. It's like okay, Luka, so Luka but that, but that's part of leadership. But that's part of leadership. I mean, oh, what was, you was, say? West Matthews, come on, bro. West Matthews. Was definite, there was a conga line to the, the basket. Bro, like, come on so now. He didn't show up on defense. So and I, and I, that's his game. And that's his game. If there's nothing else you know Kawhi for, it's the defense. So if you don't even show up and do what you do, if you don't even do your specialty, like, buck the offense. I mean, but if you don't do your specialty. still at that point where he can. Lock up on both sides of the ball. I feel like why? Why not? If you ask him to do so much on offense, he's gonna take away from his defense. Uh, no, so no, no, like no, they, no. Like you said, they need no. a point guard so he can take away some of his his um what's it called on offense. I don't feel like 
he's that player that can do it. I don't, I don't see, I don't. But he's supposed to be the man. Kawhi as a LeBron type. I just see him as a really good player. I don't see him even as a KD type. I just, I think he's a really good player if you put the right type of pieces around him. Which, which is why I said this whole season, the reason I'm picking the Clippers is because of their depth, not necessarily because of Kawhi or because of Paul George. It wasn't necessarily those two players. It was more so the pieces around him. Which, I mean, again, I don't feel like... I don't know. I don't feel like he he's at that stage still in his career where he can lock up the best player. Which is, again, why Paul George was supposed to be so instrumental. Because he was supposed to be that guy who was supposed to be great on defense. Excuse me. Great on defense that you could put on the opposing team's best player. So Kawhi wouldn't have to do that. Both of, both and, of them came uh, in like that, though. Beverly was supposed to be this dog defender on defense that was supposed to lock up the best small guard. So Kawhi wouldn't have to guard those. They were supposed to. They were supposed to stop all switches. They didn't show up. They were supposed to stop all. Huh? They were supposed to stop all switches. When you have Pat Bev, I mean, Kawhi, and Pitt, exactly, never exactly, 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 which was kind of. That was part of uh, Doc Rivers' fault, but I mean, another reason they were um, bad on defense is because Montrezl Harrell is a defensive liability, and if he's not giving you anything on offense, then he's definitely uh, he's useless on the court. And uh, Doc Rivers left him on the court way too much. I feel like Ivanka Zubac should have got more play time. I've I've been saying that all season. I don't see why they don't use him as much. But I mean, that's part of it as well. Um, it, it wasn't really the right personnel on the floor. The person, I mean, the players that you came in the series expecting to show up, like the Lou Wills, the Landry Shamits of the world, they didn't show up. So I mean, I, I, Landry again, I don't really know what else you wanted to watch. Landry Shamit, come on now. We, hey, we don't even no no we don't pass the ball to Landry Shamit and, and 2K. What we gonna expect him if we don't pass the ball? We don't even pass we don't pass him the ball in we don't pass him the ball in 2K. What we gonna do in real life, dog? Stop. No. Hey man, I like Landry Shamit. Hey, hey. The, the, the name sounds nice, but no, bro. Stop. Stop. Marcus Morris over here. That uh, was Marcus Marcus Morris Marcus Morris was a bad first of all that was a bad re-signing too. I don't like that re-signing. It was, I don't like that re-signing, it was, but it was a reach. It was we don't have nobody else to pay, so we gonna pay him. Kinda like what the Warriors did with Draymond, but that's a different story for a different story. <laughs> Oh my god. The disrespect. This concludes another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. But before I get, before we get out of here, before we get out of here, I just want everybody to remember how hyped up the late the Clippers was before last season, and what did they do? They choked. Oh, that's so petty. That's so petty. Happened to be in this year with the Lakers hype. That's that's so petty. He didn't want to go to pool. The full sentence. That's what he really was trying to do. <laughs> we, 
We are the defending champions. We have a reason to be hyped. Hey, Clippers haven't won nothing. Hey, man. All I'm hey, hey. They, they, they are in the bottom. Hey, man. At the beginning of the season, I told y'all that my team was making it to the finals, and we did. We, I told y'all we was gonna beat Giannis, and we was gonna beat them down. We should have swept them, but then. The league gave Chris Middleton that game. So that <laughs> oh man, I can't. Hey, look, hey, look, real, real, real quick, real quick. If I could, if I could just say a couple things. First of all, I appreciate y'all for for giving me the opportunity to join y'all, man. I had a lot of fun with this, dog. I appreciate, I, I appreciate that very much, man. Y'all some really good dudes, man. Y'all know y'all stuff, bro. And and I had fun with this. Um, also, um, for any for anyone listening. Please follow me on social media real quick. Do, do a quick plug. Follow me on social media. My Instagram, Prince Leon 22 and everything, man. But more but more importantly than that, man, everyone just be safe. Be blessed out there, man. Y'all, please mask up and everything, man. And just and just walk with peace and love wherever y'all go, man. I just want to say that. I, I thank y'all, brothers, once again, man, for this opportunity, man. I, I enjoy myself. No cap. No we cap. definitely appreciate you for signing up, sending the request. Right now, because once you are on the show and you promote it, then the people that you that are on here they share with the people that follow them so that's more people to listen so um again thanks for your interest because it does mean a lot to us and your support um most definitely most definitely oh yeah i'm one of your hosts Brandon. make sure you follow me on all social media at rob was there yeah and i'm jordan you can follow me on twitter at this underscore guy 11 and on instagram at underscore this guy 11 Make sure y'all go out and vote. If you're in Georgia, go vote in the runoff. Yes, yes, come on. General election, because I didn't really care for the top of the ticket. But go vote for John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. He's at the bottom of the bottom. Yes, sir. His name is in alphabetical order. He's at the bottom, like the lines in school. That's what he said, not me. But scroll all the way down and vote for him and John Ossoff. Gotta get them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll see y'all next time. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.